0: Good morning, everybody. Here it is, the 7th of June. That's hard to believe. Uh, Right here at St. James United Methodist Church, and uh, for those of you who are listening for our first time uh, coming across either our webpage or our Facebook, you're listening to the virtual Sunday School class, and my name is Steve Wakeland. I'm one of the adult Sunday School teachers here at St. James United Methodist Church in Lawrence. Physically, right now, Uh, Just myself and uh, Brother Kevin here, Pastor John to be along shortly. Uh, Before I start with my announcements to my Sunday school class and our prayers and our lesson, uh, I think, uh, well, I know Kevin's got a couple words of wisdom, so I'm going to turn this time over to Kevin. You take your time.
1: Thanks, Steve. I I wouldn't say so much as wisdom, but uh, but I do have a couple of things I want to... Run through real quick if I if I can, and I don't want to take too much of, of Sunday school time, but I do got a uh, one one real important thing that I want to run through, but something personally uh, that I want to mention real quick is that this past Thursday uh, we had the 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 Lawrence District fifty five high school graduation ceremonies, uh, and just want to say a big congratulations to all the Lawrence District fifty five seniors, as well as all of our Saint James seniors for for their graduation and all their. Accomplishments that they made throughout their throughout their education and, and the time they spent in school. So, so congratulations to all the uh, the, the class of 2020. I guess uh, it's been a weird year, and, and I know it's been tough, especially for those who did not get to walk across the stage. And, and glad Lauren's, the Lawrence the Lawrence kids were able to, and, and, and some others of our of our graduates that go to church with us. Uh, so, so congratulations to the class of 2020. So, the one thing that I did want to go through real quick is, is every morning, Steve, or every Sunday morning, Steve gives me an opportunity uh, to make a few announcements. And normally, one of those announcements that I make is about our webpage. And our webpage is live, <clears throat> and it's at uh, James It's stjamesumclauren.org. And I wanted to take just a quick moment this morning to kind of run you through the webpage. I don't know how many of you have actually gone over there and taken a look at it, if if you have had the opportunity to do so yet. But I just wanted to jump over there real quick and show you real real fast before we get rolling here, before Steve gets rolling here, to kind of show you what our our website looks like and, and, and the information that's on there, and I'll try to make the screen as big as I can here. That so looks, looks good. Yeah, so, so thanks Steve. So, so whenever you first hit the web page, this is the, the home page. Whenever you go to s-t-j-a-m-e-s-u-m-c-laurens.org, this is your landing page that you hit here, and we just have some very basic um, stuff here, just have some very basic stuff here on, on our home page, and as you can see, these pictures will scroll, uh, but you can also click through them here, and this is where we'll have general information about the church. Uh, basically, any type of big announcements that we have coming up, or any type of general information that we want to share. Let me re- refresh this here, and you can see where it it'll, will auto scroll for you, it'll auto move. Um, but this is so keep an eye on this piece of it right here because this is where we will, yeah, where, where we'll uh, see some general information about the church and some announcements that we have coming up. And if you see a button in there, like you saw, in, I believe it's that second that second page or that second um, picture that comes across there where that learn more button or that right there on that videos, if you click those, it will take you to different pages within within the site. Uh, and down here towards the bottom we just have some very general information about the church uh, worship with us and our times of our of our worships for Sunday school and Wednesday night excuse me and uh join us online we'll take us over to uh we'll take you over to our our gallery page which we'll look at it look at here in just a second and then visit us as our basic contact information uh and a link directly over to facebook from there and towards the bottom of the page we also have a link over to the united methodist church south carolina conference so you can get more information over there uh another the the south carolina doing is doing a really good job right now as far as putting information on their web page especially as they're uh, regards to COVID nineteen and the return to church and and that kind of thing, but I think the the, the kind of meat and potatoes of the of the site right now, especially during our quarantine time, and, and thankfully we're, we're about to come, be able to come back to some in person services here pretty soon. But even even after we do come back to online services, for those of you who are going to continue to worship online, or you just want to go back and and view. Uh, some of the past uh, some of the, some of the past services that we have, just go ahead and click on that that video gallery there and uh, right here at the top of the page is an opportunity to click to take you over to our Facebook page where all of these live videos are going as well. but to kind of bypass the the facebook uh, the, the, the Facebook opportunity, um, we have everything right here live on our site now it 's loading uh, and and the reason why it 's taken so long to load is because uh, I'm streaming on the same computer that I'm showing you this uh, on so you see our live feed if there is a live video going on Right now You will see that at the top of the page under this live feed section and you and I want to click play because some crazy stuff will happen But if I click play that'll start that live feed of the video uh, And you'll be able to watch the live feed there and if you want to jump over to the Facebook so you can interact with the with us as we're talking to you, I guess. Um, You can do that over on Facebook. You just click view on Facebook, and once you get to the page, there's comment sections where you can leave comments, ask questions, whatever the case may be. Now, as you scroll down a little bit further, uh, you'll see the past worship services and Bible studies. Um, After everything everything is, is finalized and uploaded, you can then go back and find the gallery of everything that we've done in the past since we've Pretty much been doing this. There might be one or two missing here and there, but for the most part, this is all the services that we have that we've put up ever since the the, the quarantine started. So you can go back and view all those uh, at your leisure and as you and as you want to. Uh, so so uh, so a lot of good stuff out there. A lot of information that's on the site already. But what I would also like for you, as the church body and family, uh, to kind of give to me as well is some feedback as to what you would like to see up here because I think I mentioned once before I really put this together fast and on the fly because uh, because COVID-19 hit so I had to kind of react to it instead of being proactive which is kind of a downfall but whatever Uh, so so what I'd like from some feedback from you the church body and for those of you who are going to be using the site tell me what you would like to see on this site particularly, uh, what, what type of information you would like to have up here about the site and the different information that we can, that we can give to you that would be helpful to you uh, as far as the information that you would like to see and the information that you would like to get from here. So uh, so that's kind of it in a nutshell. I mean, there's more we could talk about, but I don't want to take too much more of Steve's time. But uh, so, so just remember, please go and visit. That's the big thing. And, of course, another thing, too, that I don't have a link to here, another thing is also our, our podcast opportunity that we have going on right now. Uh, if you don't know what, what podcast is, don't worry about that. It's basically just Internet radio. Uh, but you can get our, all of these services that we're, that we're doing. You can also get those over on Apple Podcasts. And if you're an Android user, you can also get that on an app, on a free app application called CastBox. Uh, Once you get those (coughs) applications in front of you, just simply type for St. James United Methodist Church Lawrence. We should pop right up there. Click the subscribe button, and you will get notified every time that a new episode becomes available and we try to put them up directly after and you can go in and, and, and they'll download and then you, again you can just listen to the audio at your leisure. So if you have any questions about any of that certainly reach out to me uh, you can reach out directly to me uh, directly to me at Kevin.Allman@outlook.com, uh or you can also reach out to Marianne I'm sure she'll get that information over to me um, at uh, mlalmond 6 at yahoo.com uh, and she'll let me know of any questions that you have if you send something directly for her. So that's all of the time I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hijack from Steve today, so I appreciate the time, appreciate you all listening, and certainly let me know if you have any questions about anything. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate you.
0: You're welcome. Um, you know, that's what our Sunday school, how it's structured. When we first opened up, Kevin, uh, we always have announcement time. So sometimes that's the only way some of us hear what's going on is we're here and go to Sunday school. I do want to... Uh, Make a, an announcement. Remember last Thursday evening our board meeting was canceled because of Pastor John's uncle passing away. And our thoughts and our prayers are still with Pastor John's uncle and the, their family. Uh, this particular meeting, of course, was re, has been rescheduled for next Wednesday. That's the 10th of June at 7 p.m. right here in the Family Life Center. And we're going to be finalizing our restart guidelines to reopen our church services which will restart right here next Sunday, the 14th of June, will be our reopening date for services on uh, our worship. Now, some things have already started already. I know the walkers are still starting up, and you'll probably see cars here in the morning. And on Tuesdays and Thursday evening, uh, our drug court group is starting back again. Uh, they've got their guidelines all passed out. But there'll be plenty of social distancing and plenty of masks for people that attend and plenty of uh, hand sanitizer. So do not be afraid to come. But if you cannot come because of Kevin's expertise here, uh, we'll still reach out to those. We do want to, like Kevin said, uh, request you contact him and other people, maybe the pastor or any suggestions you have that might be able to reach to those who are not able to observe the the virtual uh, system. Now, I personally want to thank Mott for her ministry and outreach to those who are homebound and unable to attend. We don't know what we'd do without Uh, Mott. Three other announcements. Please don't forget to support our local crisis center. We know that they're open on Tuesdays and Thursdays in the morning. Take your donations by there and I haven't got an email or received an email from Family Promise and I just want to read part of it. Um, they're still supporting families as of now because of the situation with the virus. They're not moving a family from church to church. That Probably will start in August or September. So where the, wherever the families are, that's where they're going to stay right now, but Family Promise will work with them and try to find them housing, uh, and also help them with some of their living expenses like groceries and supplies. Naomi sent an email out. Of course, we know that all donations are tax deductible, but uh, you can drop off with a note who it's from so you can get credit. You can drop off a gift card from either Ingalls, Walmart, Bilo, Aldi's, or any other local grocery stores. You can drop them off at the Day Center, which is at uh, 205 Church Street here in Lawrence, or you can send them, uh, they continue to take donations. So uh, you can look on their website. Uh, I just wanted to pass that on. And, And the other big announcements, which is a wonderful announcement, you know, it's a wonderful privilege we have in this country to be able to vote. And I just want to remind my class, like we always do, uh, don't forget to vote. You can vote absentee this Monday down at the old courthouse Or if you can't make it or haven't voted yet, I know I've already voted and some of us have uh, Don't forget to go to your polling place Monday, or Tuesday morning Remember your polls are open from 7 to 7 uh, I do want to thank all the workers there I do know that Tammy's still working there and Beth and her mom Edna and myself We enjoyed working there, but that's a long day 7 to 7 of course, you got to get there even earlier than that, get up, set the machines up, but it's, a, it's really a great privilege, a wonderful thing to be able to vote, so exercise that privilege we have here in the United States. As far as prayer requests are concerned, uh, good morning, Pastor John. Uh, we wanted to keep you on our prayers, you and your family, and uh, especially with the passing of your uncle. You want understand he lived here in Greenville area, so We'll definitely keep you and our family in our prayers. Let's keep Pat in our prayers. She's still taking her medical tests and she's doing fine, but uh, we're just going to keep her in prayers and doctor f- figure out how things should go. Janet's reminding us that we need to continue to keep Felix in our prayer. He's doing well in his rehab. I received a telephone call this morning uh, from Branda. She called, I guess it was about, Seven, she said that, or maybe it's earlier than that. But she said, uh, "Let's keep Johnny in our prayers because they had to take him to the hospital at 5:30 this morning. He had a lot of pain in his back and appeared he was dehydrating." So uh, she did text us on the telephone uh, that uh, she was at the hospital about 8:30 uh, in the ER with him. So let's just definitely keep Johnny in our prayers and ask that uh, all those doctors at the hospital are able to help him relieve his pain. Anybody else have anything they want to add? Pastor John or Kevin? Now, I want to remind you all not to forget to tune in at 11 o'clock. Pastor John here with our sermon for today. If nobody else has any special announcements, uh, let's open up our class as usual with a word of prayer. Let us pray. Dear Lord, we thank you for our many blessings and the gift of grace you have given us. Be with all of our Sunday school teachers and class members unable to be here today. As we plan for our church to reopen for church services and other group meetings, classes, watch over us and guide us in the directions that gives you the glory. We continue to have faith that we will overcome our trials and tests that are placed upon our community and church. We thank you for our opportunity to live in this great nation. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, here today I got my first chart. I want to have Kevin plop it up here. What's already there? Uh, This is where our lesson comes from today. Our scripture lesson today is going to focus on Deuteronomy chapter 8, verses 1 through 10. But I encourage you to to read all the background and all of chapter 8. Cause they're limited time we won't be able to study at all. <clears throat> now as we take a look and focus on this, we've got to take a little bit I guess take a li- uh, try to put ourselves in a situation of what it was like back then and what's really going on. We know from our past studies in Deuteronomy that Deuteronomy this particular lesson and other parts of Deuteronomy, is presented as a series of sermons. These are sermons with which Moses was preparing the people of Israel to enter the promised land after 40 years of wandering. Remember, they've been wandering for 40 years. I want to read our lesson today and then we'll talk about it. Uh, So first I'm going to read verses, chapter 8, verses 1 through 5. And I'm going to be reading from my New Kings James Version. <clears throat> Chapter 8, Deuteronomy, verses 1 through 5. <clears throat> Excuse me, I still have my drainage. Every commandment which I command you today, you must be careful to observe that you may live and multiply and go in and possess the land of which the Lord swore to your fathers. And you shall remember that the Lord your God led you all the way these 40 years in the wilderness to humble you and test you and know what was in your heart, whether you would keep his commandments or not. So he humbled you, allowed you to hunger and fed you with manna, which you did not know, nor did your fathers know that he might make you know. That man shall not live by bread alone, but every, but man lives by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Father. <clears throat> your garments did not wear out on you, nor did your foot swell these forty years. You should know in your heart that as a man chastens his son, so the Lord, your God, chastens you. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. <clears throat> now at this time in the Israelites history, we know that they were a cro- they were at a crossroads. Think about this. You know, they were only 40 years old as a new nation. And they were going to, at this point in their time, they were about to receive a brand new leadership. We know that Moses, he's still their leader. And what he's doing, he's reminding them through these sermons in Deuteronomy that, one, God brought them out of Egypt and delivered them from oppression. Let me repeat that. He's reminding them that he might have been their leader, one taking all the flack and things go wrong. That's what happens with leaders. But Moses was telling them that God, it was God that brought them out of Egypt, and God that delivered them from oppression of Pharaoh. It was God that led them through the sea, Red Sea. It was God that made a way for them. It was God who destroyed their enemies. And God was leading them to a better life. Now we know from Scripture. That Moses, he would not go into the promised land, but their new leader, who would be Joshua, he would lead them into the land of promise. Now, I want to take a look at my flip chart here. I didn't, I could have put a lot of, a lot of stuff on the board, but like always, I like to try to keep it simple. <clears throat> so let's take a look at my chart. And what, this is exactly, i have Kevin flip it here in a minute. No hurry, Kevin. On our chart, we're going to talk about God's actions in the past, the present, and in the future. And I'll just leave that up through our whole lesson here. You can go ahead and flip now. Remember that they were just about ready to go into the Promised Land. And through what we just read, Moses was telling them that they would no longer be provided manna. Um, they would eat the fruit of the land that God had promised them. Now, as I mentioned earlier, this particular verse comes in the midst of a series, not only his sermons, but he's, at least from what I understand, when I, the way I understand and read it, uh, he's given them a series of warnings. But he also is reminding the people over and over again. That's the only way I learn sometimes is hear it over and over and over. So what he's reminding them is that, one, God brought them out of Egypt. It was God. Number two, God has always been the source of their salvation. And God had provided a way of life that would allow them to live abundantly. So we'll look at our chart here, or the, the uh, what we have on the screen. God was, his actions were noted in their past. His actions are noted in the present, today, this day. And God's action will lead them into the future if they remember these things. Now, we know that God had a very specific purpose for creating the people of Israel as his own people because they were to reflect God's nature. We know that God is holy, and he wanted them to be holy. And he also wanted to bring blessings upon them. So if they were not faithful to God and her salvation, she wouldn't be able to fulfill the covenant's promise. Now we find in Deuteronomy 8 a couple other things. First, there's the saving acts of grace that God has given us. You know, it turns out with the Israelites, just like us, just like the people of Israel, I need, and I know some of you may think upon yourself too, that We need continued reminders of God's saving act. Now, when I give my Sunday school lessons, you know, I'm not talking to you as individuals here. I'm also talking to me. You know, I'm not, I'm just a Sunday school teacher, not the preacher. That's John. I'm just here to talk about and expand upon the lesson that was given us. And when you think about this, myself, Steve, I've got to be reminded continually of what God has done in my life. You know, I'm reminded of that, what God's done in my life. This morning while I was out watering some of my plants in my garden, and uh, my tomatoes are looking good. They're getting nice and big, and but they're green. Uh, hopefully they'll be ready here for long, and I'll be able to bring and share with you in my Sunday school class. <clears throat> but I was thinking as I was watering them, you know, I just plant these plants and pull the weeds and God does everything else. Uh, and this morning, and I know a lot of you when you go outside or sit on your porch or sit in your yard or take your run or walk or whatever, it gives me a good feeling when I was outside. It reminded me what God has done in my personal life. And I know many of you probably done the same things. I was thinking... And I kind of heard it yesterday at the men's breakfast. The guy reminded me. You know, probably 25 some years ago, I forget the exact time and dates, but on a Sunday morning, I I wouldn't be out there watering my garden. I'd probably be sitting somewhere, laying somewhere, trying to get rid of a hangover or some other craziness I got involved in. But today, like, in my presence, I know that God's actions in my past has put me here today to be able to hear it, to be able to stand here and share with you what God has done. It reminds me of that hymn we sing lots of times, and which hopefully we'll be able to sing it together here for long. It's, to God be the glory, great things He has done. The second thing that I I've was pointed out in today's lesson. It kind of reminds us, and it was pointed out, that we really need to take seriously, or at least I need to take seriously, the guidelines that God has provided for us. He's given us a life that really should reflect God and allow us to be part of the blessing that God wants to bring to the world through us. There's always trials in our life. Some of us are going through trials. Well, all of us are going through some crazy trials right now. But some of us have our individual trials we're going through. But I want to read, I want to jump ahead to one thing that was written in James. I'm going to turn to uh, the book of James in the New Testament. I want to read chapter 1, verses 1 through 4. And James is talking about trials, We all go through trials. Um, Today, I'm blessed. I don't have any major trials. I have some things going on, but I don't have anything like the trials I used to. But here in uh, James, James writes, I'm going to read James 1, chapter 1, verses 2 through 4 or 5. It says, My brethren, Count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let, but let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. As we study this passage. I'm just going to try to keep that in mind, that Moses, just like I've been doing, seems to be repeating himself over and over, but it's a slightly little bit different. He's reminding the people of Israel that God cared for them in the wilderness in the past. And according to Moses, the people had endured the wilderness experience so God could test their steadfastness. Remember in verse 2, it says, let me turn back to Deuteronomy 8. In verse 2, he stated, let me get my Bible where I can read it. Verse 2, he said, and you shall remember. That's why I put that on the chart here in the past. Think about it, remember. He wants us to remember the things that he has done for us. You know, if God did it in the past, He can do it again today, and He'll do it again in the future. We know in our church, we've seen people in our Sunday school class right here that through our prayers and help from doctors, and that God has healed people of their cancer. As a person that's had prostate cancer, I'll tell you right now, you know, He healed my cancer. Uh, I still have my test once a year. I don't have it today. And if I get it again, I know God will take care of it again. Uh, What God has done for us now, He'll do it today and He'll do it again for us. Moses is also reminding them where they came from. As we were reading this, remember what we read uh, in verse 3 about Man shall not live by bread alone. That's not the first place we've heard it, is it? Sure, well, it might be the first place we've read it. But in the New Testament, we're reminded again. Uh, We'll see, we see in in, uh, Luke, I'm going to turn to Luke, chapter 4, verses 1 through 4. This is when Satan is tempting Jesus. And he still tempts us today. Verse 4, chapter, excuse me, chapter, I'll get this right here in a minute. Luke, chapter 4, verses 1 through 4. Then Jesus, being filled with the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, being tempted for 40 days by the devil. In those days he ate nothing. And afterwards, when he had in him, he was hungry. And the devil said to him, if you are the son of God, command these stones to become bread. But Jesus answered saying, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone but by every word of God. You know we see here that in every aspect of Jesus' life he overcame adversity by depending on the power of the Holy Spirit. You know, Scripture tells us the same power is available for us today. Just like we talked about last week in Sunday school and John in his Pentecostal sermon. You know, the power within our heart is great enough to help us resist most temptations. Whether it's sins of the world, sins of the flesh. And believe me, every day the devil's throwing us stuff every single day. But by remembering what God has done for the Israelites, uh, Moses reminded them and showed them, remember in verse 4 he said, remember your clothes didn't even wear out and your feet. Let me turn back to get the words directly. In verse 4 he says, your garments did not wear out nor did your foot swell these 40 years. I was talking to Caroline the other day and I heard Some other commentaries, it's hard to believe their clothes didn't wear out. Forty years? That's a long time. Of course, some of us probably still have clothes in our closet. But but right now here, Moses is spelling it out. You know, their clothes didn't wear out. Their feet didn't swell. I had a commentary one time by Dr. Vernon McGee that this is a great example, at least according to what Dr. McGee was saying, if you think about it. What did these people eat over the last 40 years? They've been eating manna. There must have been some kind of miracle food because it was full of whatever vitamins and minerals they needed because their feet never swelled. They never got any problems out there in the desert. So this is just an example that Moses is telling them, remember, remember. And in verse 5, he talks about you should know you should know this in your heart today. Uh, and when he talks about chastising, he said, verse 5, you should know that in your heart that as a man chastises his son, so the Lord chastens you. You know, we're all parents. Uh, we all have had to correct our children about doing something right, something wrong. You know, we, we tell them that you, when you... You need to look both ways when you cross the road. Be careful. Don't touch the stove. Uh, but, you know, we're telling this because we love them. We want to be safe and not do stupid things. Well, likewise, Moses is telling the Israelites, you know, just like our Father in heaven helps us to see when we're wrong on our ways, he correct us. God chastens us to really protect us. And we should know all this. Now Moses continues in verses 6 through 10, and I'll let you read that because I don't want to cut in too much time. But I'm going to skip down to verse 10. Verse 10 he says, when you have eaten and are full, then you shall bless the Lord your God for the good land which he has given you. You know, Moses and verses 6 through 10, he's reminding the Israelites that number one, you need to keep the commandments. Just like you kept them in the past, you need to keep them today and in the future. And also you must continue to bless the Lord because it's, because it's the Lord's actions that have made you make it through the past, have kept you here today, and will follow you in the future. The biggest thing is that the Israelites were to remember what God had done for them and what God does for them today. Now besides these words that are in the Old Testament they're starting a new life. Moses is telling them they're going to have a new life in the promised land. We're also reminded in the New Testament that what Jesus did for us on the cross. You know, we have a new life once we've accepted Christ and following what Christ has asked us to do. Uh, Jesus simply made it very simple. Jesus said, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. Now today we're reminded to see what God has done for us. Today, as I said before, Today's life is great. I didn't get here on my own. Believe me. It's only through God's grace and God's glory that I'm able to be here today. Sometimes some of us have been prideful in the past. uh, And I've been prideful. When we talk about our successes, sometimes I've, I've said, well, I've done this, I've done that, pat myself on the back. But really when I look at it, I was given a new life at the cross. We all were. And we know today that where we are today was not everything that we did ourselves. It's because of God's grace and God's mercy. You know, today Scripture points out that our physical needs are very important. Uh, But our spiritual life is by far more important than our physical Life. Of course, we all need food, water, vegetables. Got to eat your vegetables. I brought Kevin and uh, Pastor John some uh, uh, cucumbers out of my garden. They're growing goods. But um, besides needing food, fruits, and vegetables, uh, we also need, and I need, to daily commune with God. It's so important to talk to God every day no matter where I'm at, in my car, in my garden, in my yard, doing laundry, doing dishes. First thing I do in the morning is get up and thank the Lord thank like you, Lord, for the day yesterday and for today. Because really that's all we got. Just got today. And I try to share this with others and I, and I know that Lord wants us to continue to share this with our neighbors. It's so important. Um, and I'm speaking to myself. I know I and I know many of you out there are looking forward to when we can meet again and praise the Lord here at St. James together as we social distance. You know, we're all six feet apart here now. And uh, it works out very well here in the new Family Life Center we have. So I just want to reiterate that God's actions in the past, in the present, and in the future, if we remember that, I'm reminded every day what He's done for me. And I I want to encourage you to take a look and share with others what God has done with you. People share with me every day of where they're at in their life today. If it wasn't for what the Lord has done, they wouldn't be where they're at today, no matter what kind of trials or temptations we have. I'm going to close uh, here with a word of prayer. Uh, Let us pray. We thank you, Lord, for this beautiful day and praise your name. Today you have given us our daily bread, and for that we are thankful. Guide and protect us this week as we continue to give you the honor and the glory. And in Jesus' name we pray. And all the people said, Amen. Now I want to remind you, don't forget to uh, to tune back in at 11 o'clock for Pastor John. And as uh, we talked about Kevin showed earlier, next week we're going to be focusing our lessons going to be Fire in the Mountains out of 1 Kings chapter 18. So you all have a safe week, and we'll look forward to hearing John shortly. God bless you all.